If you want heaps good history, a little touch of mystery, with lots of hilarity, it's Adderall. Welcome back, and for the first time in a long time, we are doing a full episode of Adderall. Adderall is a South Australian history podcast where in every episode, I tell a story to my good friend Tom. Who moved to South Australia in 2003 from the United Kingdom. Oh, and congratulations on the new king there, mate. It's uh, happening uh, as we're recording this, actually. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I've got family members and stuff um, that have that are pretty excited heading out to uh, street parties and stuff like that. I couldn't care less myself. There you go. Well, you're you're truly a South Australian then, because I also <laughs> couldn't care less. Uh, but look, every episode we explore a hilarious story from South Australia's unique past. We're a little rusty because it's been a while, but I've, I've been doing some digging, Tom. I've got some papers in front of me. We are doing this separately because you have the new baby, you've obviously, so I can't searching, be coming. You've been no. ser- searching in the Adelaide Hills for some nuggets of history gold. <laughs> exactly. Nothing to do with the Adelaide Hills, this <laughs> one, but uh, we're, 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 we're focused on the metropolitan area. It's sure. a good story, though. So let, let's, let's crack a beer and listen to some South Australian yeah, let's, history. Yeah, let's, let's crack a beer. We don't have a beer of the episode because... Um, we do have beers, but they're not South Australian, so we're not going to tell you what we're drinking because we don't want to incur the wrath of the listeners. We're already going to incur the wrath of the listeners for uh, going 12 months without putting out an episode, so let's just enjoy the beers. I know, and we are doing this separately, but uh, so, so bear with the sound, but uh, we're going to get through this, and it's going to be a great episode, I think, because we're going back, all the way back, Tom, sure. to 1932. Oh, 1932. Literally 90 years ago and a bit. Uh, or a bit less. What well, was happening in South yeah. Australia in 1932? Well, on the world stage, lots happening in 1932. Fascism is on the rise, much like uh, oh. much like 2023, to be honest. Um, oh. And uh, <laughs> Europe is in turmoil. Well, that's what they say. That's what they say. Fashion goes in cycles. <laughs> yeah, that's something like that. <laughs> Um, Fascism, oh, it's something totally different. Yes, yeah, well, not that different. Um, ah. the, the Nazis were very well dressed. I give them that. Um, <laughs> That was their thing, wasn't it? That was you know, part so. of the appeal. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah, um, uh, Versace, I think, designed the um, the Luftwaffe, you, you the Luftwaffe uniforms. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Ter- look, at, look at this real history on a history That's podcast. Right. Real history on a history podcast. Um, but uh, what else was happening in 1932? Obviously, um, deep in the uh, the global depression, uh, much like 2023, um, and um, reeling from. Um, no, actually, the the pandemic was in nineteen nineteen, so they'd had a bit of time to recover. Uh, but but lots of lots of parallels, Dan. Lots of parallels. Lots of parallels, and look, those are all very important things. Tom. But but I think I've got a more important story that happened in Adelaide, which we're going to delve into. Okay, because I'm going to read the headline from May thirty first, nineteen thirty two, from an Adelaide paper. The headline, just, just two lines. In the headline: Adelaide shocked, disgusting <laughs> broadcast. Oh, disgusting! Disgusting! <laughs> Love that. I thought I thought you were just going to say Adelaide shock, and I was like, "Wow, what happened?" Just like you know, um, a really powerful um, th- a thunderstrike, or um, or or something, something, something like a like a, an earthquake shock, like what what kind of shock? But it was a disgusting broadcast. A disgusting broadcast. A disgusting broadcast which lasted for a quarter of an hour on Sunday. So that's May twenty ninth. He already said Sunday, Sunday. Oh, and yeah. that's Bob Francis, that's who was Bob. off in a shock jock as well. That's so right. see, it's all coming back. That's right. It's all connected. It's all connected. 
It's like, off, you dickhead. Remember you, that episode? Your dick brain. Yeah. Absolutely. Remember we did that episode and we got like our very first review on iTunes and this woman, I think it was a woman, I think you can still go read it if you want, and this woman was like, this would be a great podcast, but fuck, we, we, they just keep cutting in over each other and going off on tangents. Yeah, which is like, which is kind of our jam. That's like the whole vibe, right? That's If, you, if you're not here for that, what are you here for? Um, yeah, and that was yeah, episode learning, seven. Fuck off. Episode seven of episode seven of Adelol. Uh, it came out on Thursday, the 29th of June, twenty seventeen. Bob Francis, a classic. Well, we've been doing this a while. I didn't realize it's been yeah, yeah. It, it has anyway. been. Yeah, first episode was March of twenty seventeen. Compilates. So yeah, it's been uh, great. Great episode. Great it's, episode. Yeah, nearly six years. Nearly six years. Okay. Well, More a disgusting broadcast yeah. lasted for a quarter of an hour. Ugh. A disgusting broadcast, much like ours, I might say. I was going to say, has yeah. Stirred, has, uh, it aired on Sunday night and has stirred indignation of Adelaide. Ugh, it's always the, outraged the tra- people. <laughs> the transmission, which came from an unknown source, consisted of revolting obscenities, derogatory references to the king, and lewd sex references, exclamation oh, mark. This is so good. So many parallels. So I was like, we're back on the air after a, uh, after a period of convalescence <laughs> with, with, uh, with shocking content. Um, and this is a story all about a piece of shocking content, particularly one that was um, denigrating the, um, the king. The king, which we were literally just doing. That's right. On the day of, uh. on the, day of the coronation of the new king. I love this. This 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 comes together, and it's and it was what was it? Nineteen thirty two. Nineteen thirty two. This is like Adelol Mark One. That's right. <laughs> this is the pilot. This is the true <laughs> pilot episode. Forget forget like a, a, And they were doing a broadcast about Adelaide in the future, ironically. So, like, I don't know how they did that, but it was amazing. Excellent. It was written anyway. by, written by Chat GPT. <laughs> According to several persons who heard the broadcast. It appeared to come from intoxicated men. Oh, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) The plot thickens. (laughs) It appeared to come from intoxicated men and women. Some listeners heard women giggling at unprintable sex references. Oh, filth. And and look, I will say, I looked everywhere for what this, you know, what they said, but it was, it's not on any records anywhere. So we're not going to get it. So so maybe this is like one of those weird things where, um, we're actually uh, like it's like a Twilight Zone episode where like an a- an episode of Adelol has been broadcast into the ether by us, and somehow it's gone back in time. It's gone through a wormhole yeah. and it's popped out in 1932. And the woman's voice is actually just my cackly English laugh. <laughs> oh hello, Ad. Well, well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a Stephen King it short a- story. I love this. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> It is suspected there was a fair amount of power as a number of residents in the northern suburbs heard the broadcast. Northeast, I might add. Oh, the northeast. <laughs> Southern parallel. No, it was the northern suburbs. Um, well, it, northern suburbs in 1932. It's like um, Prospect now is worth area. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the northeast didn't kind of really exist then, right? There was no golden growth. There was no golden yeah. way back in 1932. Well, there was no golden way, but there was, there was definitely, like, Petri Gully and stuff. There's like okay, yeah, of course, yeah, people of course, playing, yeah. People playing footy at the same ground I'm playing footy at. Yeah, days. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, residents of Northern Suburbs heard the broadcast. The wavelength was about the same used by 5DN, which is a radio station. Right. The engineer of the station said that he had heard an unknown station using the 5DN call sign before on several occasions. Mm. 
Under the Wireless Telegraphy Act, such an offence would occur a fine of five hundred pounds or impri- and or imprisonment for five years, which is, which is at least five hundred and two pounds in today's money. Always the same joke. Yeah. So I, I, ca- I came across this story because I just um you know typing into the search engine that trolls all the old newspapers um like uh like <laughs> sexual Adelaide and like all these things came up and yep. obviously because this had sexual references it, it came in or so maybe any, it was disgusting any, lewd or whatever. Any details of what they were actually saying on the air? No, I've I've looked into that as best I could um and there's no records of it anyway. Devastating. We can only speculate. About about a five you know, about a five minute search, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so following up from uh, there's a follow up story, Tom. There's actually two follow up stories to this one, so I actually did do a bit of work. So, so spe- speculating, speculating on what happened, Dan, and I'm, I was going to I'm taking a guess here, and you tell okay. me if I'm anywhere near the near the money. Um, they they basically got a, a a wireless radio transmitter, and they used a frequency that was already belonged to a station, and they just put out some like ridiculous recording of themselves just to try and see it like basically like a troll exercise to try and see if they could just get people to pick it up on their radios pretty much. Yeah, that's exactly, that's like, exactly kind, of like a, kind of like a pirate radio station, but just with, exactly. no, with nothing much exactly. of value to put out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause radio stations in these days didn't run 24 seven. Um, this station five DN only ran to like 10 o'clock or something. So yeah. they're, they're counting on the fact that people have left their dial on. Yeah. Got it. Um, yeah. and, and they're coming through, you know, very close to say, say five DN was you know, um, on on frequency eight nine point seven. They're trying to find eight nine point eight or eight nine point six and come through yeah. on that one. Yeah. yeah. So basically, that's so for all those people that like to fall asleep with white noise, so like you know how some people love to put the fan <laughs> on, they put the fan on and they just lie down and it helps them to fall asleep. Sometimes I do that in the summer, and and it's like some people would fall asleep with a little bit of static from the radio, so they listen to their favourite radio program, maybe a bit of classical music, 10 o'clock, it shuts off, and they drift off to sleep, and then at 11.30, they just have some guy come on there out of nowhere and just be like, fuck the king. <laughs> oh, monocles <laughs> and being dropped into champagne glasses everywhere. That's right. That's right. being fucked. Yeah. Like, I would love to know what was said. Yeah, I, I would too. I'd love, I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear the filth, although I imagine it would just be well, nonsense, most of it. It would probably... It would probably be pretty tame compared to, like, even us, really. Yeah. 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 It would probably be like, that king is a right scoundrel. <laughs> it's just Bob Francis being, that king's a dick brain. <laughs> <laughs> if he calls up now, I'll fucking pull him off the air. <laughs> Love it. Uh. Okay, follow-up story. The Chronicle, Adelaide, Thursday, 2nd of June, 1932. Headline. Radio plant raided. Police seized smash apparatus at Nailsworth. Young man arrested. Others interviewed. Disgusting broadcast on Saturday night. Ooh. Disgusted. <laughs> so, so hang on. They, 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 it's, this is follow-up from another story. So they're basically telling another story and then adding at the bottom, there was a disgusting broadcast, another disgusting broadcast. No, no. This is a follow-up from the same story, the same disgusting broadcast. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Following a disgusting and impundent broadcast on Sunday night from a mysterious station operating on about 300 metres wavelength, postal officials and police raided a wireless station in a house in Balfour Street, Nailsworth. Balfour Street is still there, by the way. Balfour Street, yep. Uh, Named after the, Um, uh, the Glorious Pies. 
Possibly. Don't know. Probably not. Um, <laughs> see, another Adelaide parallel there. That's it's, right. It's all coming together. So it's all connected. <laughs> it's all connected. <laughs> they, there they seized a transmitting set and a receiving set, which had been smashed. On Monday, upon return to his house, Sydney Adrian Cadman, 23, labourer, was arrested. Oh, bit of a cad. He was taken to the city watch house and charged with having maintained a broadcasting station without a license. That's wild that you could get arrested. Like, like, like obviously you can't, you know, you can't run pirate radio stations or whatever. I, I think there's probably you probably still can't run pirate radio stations. But the idea that you would actually get arrested and taken to the watch house for owning a wireless set, <laughs> like a broadcasting <laughs> set, it's like crazy. <laughs> Well, I guess it was the yeah, one of the only mediums back then to communicate messages. And they can't just let people on here. No, that's right. It's not like yeah. a podcast. Yeah, that's right. It has to be licensed. It, it's crazy that you can just get on the internet now and broadcast anything you want. Like um, whatever the fuck Whereas you want. back in the day, you actually had to have a license. You had to demonstrate that you were going to say things that, that at least aligned um, somewhat with the um, the standards of public decency. The police, are, the police have also got in touch with several other young men who were present have. when the broadcast occurred. Yeah, but and no other did, arrests have been made. And who did the smashing? Just out of interest, because they—I'm guessing they sm- the police smashed it, or they smashed it once they heard the police coming. It, it says here the set was already smashed. Okay, so there's two sets. There's, there's a transmitting set and a receiving set. The receiving set had been smashed. Okay. Okay. I don't know the difference. I assume the transmitting one is obviously getting your broadcast out, and yes. the receiving set is that is that just a radio? There's a picture well, of it here, actually. Well, I was gonna, I would say a receiving set would just be a radio, right? Because you're broadcasting using the transmitting well, set, and, and any, anyone can pick it up if it's on the frequency. Yeah, and there's a very grainy picture here of the re- smashed receiving set, and it looks exactly what an old timey radio transmitting set would look like. Yeah, okay. Um, so so yeah, maybe, they're, they're saying it had a... Did, did, so do we know that these people had anything to do with the broadcast at all? Because it sounds to me like the police just kicked someone's door in, smashed their radio, <laughs> smashed their radio, dragged them off to the watch house, and they were like, this guy was listening to that filth. Um, he must be implicated in some way. It's like, we need, it's like the, the, the police commissioner's like, um, the premier's on my back, guys. Um, we, we are in, we're in serious Anyone. shit. Um, just arrest anyone and um, and just pin it on them. It's like it's like, um, yeah. We 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 need we need some action. We need someone arrested and we need someone put in the slammer for this. So they just literally kicked in someone's door, smashed a radio, and said, "This guy, this guy's involved. <laughs> this guy, this guy. Um, maybe I don't know. But look, he had a transmitting set as well. So okay. it looks like we, we we've got the guy. He, yeah, he might he might have been involved." Yeah, they also questioned several other young men uh, who were present when the broadcast occurred, but no other arrests have been made. It is understood that these men have made statements to the police. So the other guys snitched on their mates. Yeah, it's his stuff. <sighs> Mate, no, no loyalty. No loyalty around uh, when it comes in. No, lo- um, no loyalty <laughs> in, in, amongst these um, these criminal types that are engaged in broadcasting filth. On, on this broadcasting filth. It's like if you get involved in uh, in in armed robbery, uh, there's a there's a code of loyalty. But as soon as you get involved in pirate radio, loyalty goes out the window. <laughs> and this is weird. Like in these days, you could do so much worse shit, like legally as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. It was wild. Um, but also the police probably questioned them and like, so what'd you say? Like, was it funny? Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly what they would have been asking. <laughs> They're like, let's have a look at the script. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, cool. That'll yeah, well, if it's, if it's um, like Adelaide, there is no script, and it's just literally yeah. pulled out of the pulled out of the backside <laughs> on the fly. The main broadcasting stations had closed down on Sunday night when listeners, particularly north of the city, who were dialing amateur radio stations, heard the offensive broadcast. Typical so of people, few... pe- people north of the city with, <laughs> with with dodgy broadcasting equipment. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <clears throat> um, well. So obviously, like it's a thing. Like there's they're, people who are trying to dial into amateur stations. So obviously, you can get yourself a little kit down at you know JCar Electronics or whatever yep. they had back then. Yep. Um, and you know, start broadcasting to your mates because it says the wavelength only went 300 meters, but it, uh, a, a bit further in the story, you'll, you'll hear a bit more okay. about how far it actually went. Um, so people were dialing into amateur stations, um, and they heard the offensive broadcast. It compromised obscene stories and lewd song parodies. <laughs> Which is it's at all. It's at all. <laughs> I mean, another, Harry. Yeah, Harry. That's, <laughs> that's right. We've done a few uh, offensive songs over the time over the years. Well, yeah, and I think you floated an idea to me once. It's like you write a, I write a song at the end of every episode to go along with it, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that remember. was that was. A, if I, I think if we didn't have if we didn't have six children between us, we'd probably consider <laughs> being able to put the time in to do something like that. Research the article, um, edit the article, trawl through hundreds of years worth of newspapers, and then write a song, Dan, or while I uh, just press the board. Yeah, and so I'll just I'll just drink beer and and make shit <laughs> jokes, and do and do and do the odd <laughs> accent, and it's basically just two accents, um, and I'll get credit for all those things. Yeah, can you, <laughs> you write a song, Dan? Also, do you have a transmitting set or, or a uh, receiving set? <laughs> yeah. That's not smart. Well, you live north of Grand Junction, so I assume you've got some illegal broadcasting equipment. I do. <laughs> to go on with your, uh, with your, with your hydroponic yeah. set. By the way, I'm always on the radio now. Like people just call me up willy nilly when they need to fill some time in, which is, which I don't mind. Like five double A and um, and that's purely off of your association with that satirical newspaper. Well, no, it's a, it's Adelaide. Like we got started with Sonia on uh, ABC. Yeah, like, no, I get that, but I just noticed that I've never been asked to come back, so it's just purely, it's just purely <laughs> you. So I wondered if it was because of um, because of the fact that you also are also involved tangentially uh, uh, with um, with the Adelaide Mail, correct? Is that is that okay to to, to that, that is correct? Yeah, yeah, that's that's all right to broadcast um, that. It's not part of a secret identity. So Dan is involved with the Adelaide Mail, the satirical newspaper, like the, it's kind of like Batuta, but not as good, um, and yeah, and much and much more local. And I just assumed it was because of your connection with that, that they were like, we'll keep asking this guy back. But now I start to realize it was actually just because you were funny on the radio and I wasn't. <laughs> didn't want well, no, to I just come told back. Him not to I just told him, they ask for you every time. I just say, no, nah, he's, <laughs> he's busy. Well, they rang me up once. I think it was when West End closed. They rang me up once yeah. um, and I just wasn't funny. Like whatever I said just wasn't funny. And so the, and it's like, since then, it's just, it's just been you. They've not asked. They're like, don't ask that guy. <laughs> don't have that guy back on the radio. Uh, which so just you know. cross, cross that name right off the list. Yeah, which I'll makes sense because because going back, it all and again, it's all connected. Going back to the lady that you were talking about before, who um who gave us a brutal review for the John for the um, Bob Francis episode. <laughs> I'm pretty sure her assessment was the offsider just interrupts all the time and it has an annoying voice. So. <laughs> so um. Yeah. 
So, so you would have been uh, fine to just bring back Adelaide on your own, Dan, and I think you probably would. You you'd probably double your listenership. <laughs> me telling stories, me me just reading old newspaper articles, and and, Actually, and doing what? the jokes, and doing the jokes, and the accent, yeah. and the research. <laughs> anyway, and write a song at the uh, end. <laughs> I'll grab my guitar straight after this and write a song. Love it. Uh, it compromised uh, obscene stories and lewd song parodies and ended with a disre- disrespectful rendering of God Save the King. That's oh. how they ended, on the big note. On a, it, and, and it was just God Save the King, but like it was just the Sex Pistols version? God Save the King, also 30, 40 years in the future. Yeah, and, and, and God Save the Queen, the fascist regime, doesn't work with God Save the King. It's God Save the King, the fascist ring? Doesn't, yeah. Doesn't matter. Oh, but anyway, listeners who reported the broadcast yesterday indicated that it occupied about a quarter of an hour from 10.55 till 11 p.m. Some said it seemed to have uh, emanated from drunken broadcasters. But the deputy director of Post and Telegraph, Mr. E.P. Ramsey, said last night that nothing in support of that had been found. And only a small proportion of South Australia's 34,000 listeners would have continued to tune in after 10 p.m. And he did not think many would have heard the broadcast. So, and, and interesting that in 1932, everybody in South Australia had a, um, uh, obviously had a wireless set because there were, was only 34,000 people in Adelaide at the time. You always just do these stats, which I need to clarify <laughs> no, to people no. that- <laughs> Whenever Tom says it was at least this much money and there was only this many things or this many people in Adelaide, that's the thing. Did you hear that notification come through, Tom? The, we, what notification come through? It was a phone. My phone, my phone just went. My phone just went beep, and we've never really done this. Thing on I phone. didn't. I did not hear anything come through. No, no but yeah. Well, that's a, hey, it's after ten o'clock. Maybe it's a wireless transmission. Coming that's right. It's a wireless transmission. It's like a. It's it's a. It's a wireless transmission via WhatsApp. A Henley Beach listener said he was tuning into amateur radio stations when he picked up the obnoxious broadcast. So it went as far as Henley Beach, which seems pretty yeah, that's, good. I thought you said before it was only 300 metres, so that's a lot further that's, south than 300 metres. Yeah, that's at least 301 metres. Um, <laughs> that's one of your jokes. Yeah, thanks, uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's why I don't get asked onto out. the radio anymore. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they, like initially they said, oh, this would have only broadcast about 300 meters, but no, it was getting out like Henley Beach. Wild. So, yeah. which is, well, you know, prospect to Henley Beach at the least, what, like 15 k, 10 k. Yeah. Or is that that weird thing where it's like, um, you, like the actual, the distance that you can transmit uh, a radio signal is dependent on all sorts of factors like the weather and yeah. like, you know, like the, yeah, like how much like the cloud, the cloud cover and all kinds of different things. Um, so actually you can pick up bits of the frequency like really far like much further away than you necessarily could or or than the, the equipment's designed to transmit so yeah but 15 cases yeah. wild that's a lot more than 300 meters yeah but look the henley beach listener said it came weekly and with much disturbance he therefore suspected it was an interstate station turn your fucking radio all- off <laughs> it's like what is this <laughs> what are these people just leave their radios on they're like, right, my show's finished, but I'm just going to leave it on, the volume <laughs> cranked to 11, and go to bed. And then it, oh. Slightly, off, and then slightly I'm, off the you know, regular dial. That's right, and I'm surprised at when at, you know, at 11.30 at night I get woken 
by this loud, uh, the loud singing of "God Save the King." <laughs> Turn but, your radio so he off. thought it was. <laughs> he thought it was an interstate station, but it's all references to bloody Australians. <laughs> bloody Vicks. <laughs> Like first they stole the Grand Prix, uh, seventy years in the future, and now they're they're uh, slagging off the king. <laughs> Typical convicts. Uh, he thought it was interesting, but as all references were South Australian in character, he concluded that it must have been a local broadcast. Have well, a reasonable conclusion, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not uh. this is not an interstate <laughs> broadcast. Oh, well, uh, that puts my theory to bed. Uh. The uh, the wavelength was between that of five dn and three lo. I don't know what that. No, nah, me neither. Radio. I'm, radio not a, I'm not. I'm not a radio guy. But I think five dn and five ad. I remember those being around. So I don't think. I don't know. I think they eventually just got changed in names, like they'd be five double a or or whatever. Yeah. Was well, it wild that like the frequencies still exist and like the licenses for them? just get sold to different radio stations. So it's like radio stations that exist now are using frequencies that were used by radio stations 100 years ago. Um, yes. Yeah, just under, under a different license. It's like a Formula One team. They, like, change the name and a, they t- and a new owner takes over and they change the colour scheme, but it's, like, the same. It's the same license. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I know in radio stations, like, if it has a five before it, like, well, traditionally this is how it was. Um, and I'm sure some radio nerd is going to get on me. Um, Alexis, I'm looking at you. Yeah, don't, um, don't, if it's don't email five, us. Uh, five uh, is South Australian, if it starts with a five. Right. And three is like Victorian uh, or something like that. So he, okay. this guy's saying it was between 5DN and 3LO. So it's between two broadcasts. Anyway, yeah. he said the subject matter was disgusting in the <laughs> so I don't know if people were just easily, more easily offended by that, or this is like really shocking stuff. Yeah. I, I, well, again, I'm very keen to know. I would love, I would love to have a listen, but uh, mm. I also suspect after about five minutes, I'd be like, "This is just gobbledygook." <laughs> Much like Adelaide. Three residents. Three residents of. I'm going to leave them a bad review. <laughs> Signal was weak. <laughs> Signal was uh, weak. The op- offside. Kept- the lyrics. To- <laughs> Offside, I kept talking over his over his friend. Don't let him on the uh, radio. But, <laughs> lyrics to God Save the King were wrong. Yeah, <laughs> and it got me out of bed at eleven at night. What the fuck? Yeah. Do not download again. Uh, three residents of three residents of Stevenson Street, Nailsworth, heard the broadcast. One of them getting out of the bed when he was advised of it by the other two. Oh, yeah, it makes it, it makes it, it makes it sound like the broadcast was like, "Get out of bed." And he was like, "I'll do it." <laughs> I didn't say Simon says. Ah, fuck. <laughs> yes. um, so yeah, people are hearing this and then going around to their neighbours' doors like, "Oi, Terry, put your put your radio on five PM." And there's some guy talking about shit on there. There's a, there's some guy so, yeah. slagging off the king. There's a bloody uh, outrage. Mi- it is, Mister V Coombe of Five WS. See, that's another. South Australian station because it starts with a five. Yep. I thought you were going to say a South Australian name because it's Coombe, like Peter Coombe. Peter Coombe, yeah. Mr. V Coombe. It's a, uh, oh, I can't think of a name that starts with V. Victor. Victor. Victor Coombe. Anyway, yeah. uh, of 5WS said he received several telephone calls about the time of the broadcast, which seemed to have been the near the wavelength of his station. Ooh. So immediately... 
he broadcast out a message which he dissociated his station from it. Okay. So, so people are tuning in. They've got their radios on for some reason. Um, all this stuff coming through, horrendous stuff, disgusting, immoral. Yeah. And then the same station puts out the thing saying, this is not our station. Yeah, I like, love but that. But we're listening to your station. I love that. He's like, ladies and gentlemen, uh, about to uh, play you some wonderful jazz records. And uh, fuck the king. <laughs> that was not us. That was not me. <laughs> blast of static. The investigating, <laughs> the investigating officers of the postal department are at all times instructed to keep themselves fully informed of the activities of those suspected in using unlicensed wireless equipment. And immediately after the special inquiries were made, it was decided to visit a house in the northern suburb. Of course. So, I don't know why the postal department is taking care of it. Oh, it's, yeah. I, I love that Like the postal department are the ones that are responsible for clamping down on pirate radio. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can see, you can just watch the decline of society right there. It's like in the 1930s, the postal department was looking after pirate radio. Come to the 80s, it's like the, the, post, the, the postal guys are too fat to deliver the mail. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> postman fat. Just hide it, hide it in a cupboard. Yep, That's right. Episode. Postman fat episode 40 of Adelong, right. released August 20, 2019. Um, and he... He was delivering around the Nailsworth area, if I am that's, not that's mistaken. Right. I'm pretty sure he was in Prospect Nailsworth. So sorry, once it, again, it wasn't. Things. It wasn't the 1980s. It was 1999 that Postman Fat was uh, was on the, was on the trail. Um, but yes, it's uh, it's like you can you can trace the decline of of uh, South Australian civil society from the 1930s when the uh, postal departments enforcing. Radio law to the the late the the late nineties the the turn of the century when um, their staff are just too too tired and overweight to deliver even even uh, even letters to doors. So I love how the postal service the police have gone to the postal service and they said, "Okay, boys, who do you reckon done this? We're, we're getting reports from Henley Beach. We're getting reports from Nailsworth." And straight away they go, "No, nah, it's this house in the northern suburb. I bet you my bottom <laughs> They're like, well, he's got a giant satellite dish, <laughs> <laughs> and he's and he's and uh, he's he's got the Union Jack, but he's uh, it's upside down, so you know he hates the king. Um, <laughs> so suspicions are it might be this guy. Ah, uh, very clever joke there, Tom. Union Jack upside down. I get it. Yeah, you get it. Um, so uh, the postal service has said, "No, nah, just house in the northern suburb." So detectives Gill and Miller. And Constable Sharpot of Nailsworth then entered the investigation. The last visit to the house was made about 9pm and the police questioned Cadman, who was brought to the Wodge house and lodged in the cells. The plant seized would have been worth about £50 pounds, uh, if the receiving set was not so badly damaged. Wow. Um, as the Cosmetic Unit. So £50 pounds are worth at least £51. Pounds £51 today's pounds money. today's money, yeah. I was, cause I, I so was thinking that... That maybe they were going to arrest him and then wait to see if there was a broadcast that night. So it's just, it's just like trial and error. They just arrest people at random, and if there's a broadcast, they're like, "Okay, okay, the guy's still out there. Um, you're free to go." They arrest someone else. They just go from house to house in the northern suburbs until they catch the guy that's uh, that's broadcasting. Because presumably everyone in the northern suburbs has illegal radio equipment, which is for a pirate, yeah, of course. It was like hydro back in the day. That's it's it. uh, you know DIY. In a different sense. They're drawing a lot of power. Follow up. Uh, <laughs> another follow-up story. 
Last follow-up story. Serious Charge broadcast sequel. Adelaide, Wednesday, Sydney Adrian Cadman of Balfour Street and Prospect. In the other stories, they said it was Balfour Street and Ellsworth. But anyway, Balfour Street and Prospect was remanded for a week at the Adelaide Police Court yesterday on charge of having at Prospect on Sunday without being authorised used as an appliance for transmitting messages by means of wireless telephony. That is a, it's a horrible sentence. Yeah. That is the worst yeah. horrible sentence because uh, this paper was from 1932. Yeah, it's it's interesting it to go back in time. That newspaper, like you're like, oh, people much more sophisticated in their use of language. Not the not the case. It's like actually just poorly poorly constructed sentences. Yeah, this this reads like it was written by Chat GPT. <laughs> Excellent. <clears throat> so um, connected, and so they connected. had that back in those days. But Chat GPT was you know. Chat, you know, Greg, Phil, and Tom. That was who it was. Yeah, like, I right. just give this to it Greg, was just, Phil, it was, and Tom. It was, it was just Postman Fat. He was, he was moonlighting. <laughs> it was Fat GT, GPT. <laughs> he was he couldn't deliver letters because he was taking the letters out, cutting out the words, sticking them together, and creating creating people and putting together essays for people. Oh my god! It was alleged by Mister B. C. Conlon, Special Inquiry Officer of the Postmaster General's Department, who prosecuted that Cadman had broadcast indecent matter. Oh, indecent matter. What a way. Indecent matter. Yeah, what a way to describe it. It's like indecent matter. Yeah, okay. All right. That's great. Sounds, uh, well, sounds we very scientific. From, we got a quote from the Postmaster General, Mr. Collin, here. If I satisfy the court that there is a case to answer, I am instructed to ask that it be dealt with Summarily, said Mr. Common, if the case is sent to the Supreme Court, well, let's go to the Supreme Court. Yeah, well. For well. the maximum penalty provided is a fine of £500 and or imprisonment for five years. Wow. If dealt with for five years yeah. for just running a pirate radio station. <laughs> 15 minutes. Having a laugh for 15 minutes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> five years, five years in the slammer. Sorry, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. You might need, I think I just cut out for a bit. Oh, that's right. I was just saying five years in the slammer for running a pirate radio station. Brutal. You might need to edit this bit. Or not. Just like the pirate yeah, radio. Yeah, just, anyway. just leave it. Just leave it. We haven't done an episode for 12 uh, months. The standards are, this, it's like, this is this is 100% better than, than what we put out last you month. You know what? This is a Blink-182 comeback for it. You can't expect the best. This is not 1998 Blink-182. That's right. This is. This is car, yeah, plane crash Travis Barker. <laughs> That's right. Uh, chemo Mark Hoppus. Yeah, and uh, you know, a- Alien Tom's along. We're a- getting Alien Tom okay? along with his with his weird addiction to um, prescription painkillers. What it is? Yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah, this is a comeback tour, and I literally mean the come. Or yeah, that's a, that's a that's a joke that Blink One Eighty Two would make as well. That is a Blink, that is a very Blink One Eighty Two joke. Anyway. Oh, also a bit of history. Do you know Blink One Eighty Two when they first played in Adelaide? Their first show was at the Gawler Race Course. That's wild, but also that's that is wild. That's that's, fan, that's fantastic. That's like why not? Was it for yeah, the for the? Was it for like the the Gawler show or something? Like, was there a reason no, why they the played the? Oh, Warped Tour. They had Warped Tour. It was Warped Tour. Yeah, and um, apparently it was a, a bit of a shit show. Um, but, like, the lineup was insane. It had, like, um, uh, yeah, like, the Boss Tones, uh, Real Big Fish, Blink-182, like, heaps of Scar Bands, because it was 1998. Uh, yeah, the Vandals. Well, yeah, crazy. Yeah. And I, well, Probably I'm, won't play there again. 
next time. I was going to say, and I know, I know of, uh, you know, that's not the first time in South Australia where they've had a festival which turned out to be a total shit show, but had an amazing oh, lineup. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, exactly. Yes. I'm episode talk- four, I'm going to say, Tom. Talking, of course, about Live at the Zoo, episode four, released Wednesday, May the 3rd, 2017. Correct. Oh, yeah. I love that episode. I, I never, and this is true, I never, ever listened back to Adelol episodes, um, aside from like if we're you know, checking the audio quality or whatever. Yeah. But I have listened to that episode I think at least five times. It's yeah. my favorite. I think that's my favorite episode. Yeah, and it's probably our most downloaded episode as well. It's like um, nearly two thousand downloads. So yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's that's nearly as many people as heard this podcast. Anyway, <laughs> so this guy could go to five years in the slammer. Um, uh, in asking that if bail is granted, uh, Mister Collins said that the <laughs> the accused said it should not be because. Quote, Sydney said to the Postmaster General that he would blow his brains out. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Sydney, after being arrested, has gone to the Postmaster General. If you testify, I guess I'll blow your fucking brains out. <laughs> Which, okay. Well, that's adding another five years to your sentence. <laughs> threatening someone with violence. Quote, he said he was going to blow his brains out and that he was going to clear out. I don't know what clear out means. Yeah, I don't either. It Let sounds me just pretty mean. Yeah, I guess. It yeah, does, actually. It's going to go postal. That's where they get the two. You... Ah, yeah, it's postman fat once again. Yeah, all connected, Dan. Uh, he was going to clear out. Um, but yeah, if you heard a guy who's arrested and obviously a little unstable going, like, I'm going to clear out, it's like, well, I don't know what that means, but it doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> <laughs> he usually just oh, gets. Oh, he did let me finish. I'm going to clear out all my bad habits and radio gear and start a virtuous life. Yeah? Oh, that's oh, that's really lovely. Okay. So, no, he wasn't. Yeah. yeah okay. And, we and we thought it was something to... menacing, but it was actually just him trying to turn over a new leaf. Yeah. And that's what's going to blow your brains out because you'll be so shocked that um, how well I'm doing. You know, I'm blowing your mind, so to speak. So, I don't, <laughs> don't know how they could have misconstrued that. Yeah. That's... <laughs> I'm going to blow your mind with how well, how good, how good a citizen I'm going to be. Your Honour. Uh, he he had also threatened the life of Inspector Bear of the wireless branch of the General Post Office. So he's also said, I'm going to kill Inspector Bear, another guy. That's He's just threatening people. <laughs> it's really grim. <laughs> he's like I, oscillating between threatening people and saying, I'm going to turn my life around. If you don't let me sing God Save the King in whatever lyrics I want, at 10 o'clock at night on the radio station, I will fucking kill you. Basically, <laughs> what he's saying to these people. But also, I'm going to turn over a new leaf. Uh, I, want, I, I want to live a better life. I'm a changed man. Let me go. Yeah. In the end, bail was granted and fixed at 150 pounds with two sureties of 75 pounds. So, after pay, I guess. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, but do you think I could find a follow-up story? No. So that's the last we've heard of Mr. Cadman, Tom. And oh. that is the story of the lewd broadcast. As done by a lewd broadcast, we thank those that came before us and broadcast on Pirate Wave so we could do the same. That's right. And we will continue to uh, broadcast lewd content and filth uh not not via Pirate Radio, but just via the medium of podcasting, which is uh, freely available on uh, on wherever you get your podcasts. 
Absolutely. So thanks for listening. I think that was, you know, we were a little rusty first time back. That, that worked well. Yeah, it was good fun. And uh, it's good to be back. And uh, until next time, Dan, have a laugh. Yeah. And look, I have some more stories, Tom. So we, we will be back and we will be doing stories. And we, we hope to, um, yeah, I think we should set the goal. We, uh, when the Fringe Guide came out, I had like six people messaging me being like, well, where are you guys? Like, what's going on? No that, show, that yeah. was kind of cool in itself. And these are the people, and, and we thank, you know, all those people that support us, you know who you are, and come along to every show, so that, that's so great. Um, but yeah, um, I think we'll be back next year. What do you reckon? I think I think we will be back next year at the Fringe, and we're going to keep doing episodes this year, and uh, it's good to be back. Yeah, and Tom's, you know, um, not going to get into radio, but you can hear me all the time on ABC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm no longer welcome back at and the also, And also, on some um, weird static broadcast late at night. Yes, yes, singing God Save the King. On you, Charlie. God Save the, God save the Wanking. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably, uh, probably, probably what he said. Uh, God Wank the King. Maybe well, that was what it was. That, that I, I, actually, I, there, there is a video that's doing the rounds, which is uh, of um, Glasgow Celtic. If you don't know the story, there's two football teams in Glasgow. There's Rangers, which is the team that's affiliated with Protestant parts of Glasgow and there's Celtic which is the team that's affiliated with the Catholic parts of 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 Glasgow don't want to go into like the full complexities of um, British history but obviously there's a Catholic Protestant d- divide because of the Reformation and a whole bunch of other stuff that happened and um, wait what <laughs> yeah, yes yeah there's a there's a bit they of, don't get along they, they don't get along and um, oh, and okay. yeah, and obviously yeah uh, uh, there's you know whole com- complex history of, of what's going on in Northern Ireland and all that kind of stuff, although thankfully it's been a lot less violent for the last 20 years or whatever. But still, there's not a lot of love for the king amongst certain parts of the community, and um, that includes Glasgow Celtic fans. And um, I've someone shared it with me, um, and it was basically like um, at a recent football match. And, um, you know, everyone in the UK is getting, getting Monday off, so they should be, they should be you know, joyously singing about that but they're football mm-hmm. fans obviously and they were just chanting uh you can stick the um coronation up your ass <laughs> over and over <laughs> so I it's love, like if you I, I, um, have you seen the have you seen the video dan it's it's actually pretty funny no it's, but it, i've seen i i think um soccer chants are doing the rounds i i, yeah, I don't chance, really yeah. Yeah. Like, like soccer but like i i love i go to the footy here and the chance like add a leg yeah add a leg yeah uh, uh, but like the UK soccer charts, especially in the lower league, it's like yeah, really hey, specific. Your mum's a fucking flag. <laughs> yeah, like it's that. very very specific. Which like yeah, yeah, very specific. Like uh, um, comments and stuff. Um, yeah, and and like just just weird stuff. Like I mean, there was that that West Ham player that kicked his cat. Terrible thing to do. Terrible thing to do. Um, don't kick your cat. But um. Uh, he was getting taken off, stretched off the field, and um, and the I think it was Chelsea or one of the other teams that they were playing were just singing. That's how your cat feels. That's how yeah, your I cat feels. <laughs> and it's like yeah, so specific and so like personal go. and so like you know like some incident <laughs> with, with him where he kicked a cat a couple of years ago. You know, however, however long it was, obviously. He deserves to be um, to be criticised for kicking cats, but it's just it's just wild that they you know they just they're never going to let him live that down. Every time he gets on the pitch, someone's going to bring that up. Um, and yeah, like English soccer chants, great. But yeah, it was Glasgow Celtic, so not English, a Scottish team. And uh, yeah, they were chanting, uh, "You can stick the coronation up your backside." Yeah, rude. 
Yeah, so rude. put put, put rude for broadcast. Put that on the radio at eleven PM at night. Oh, pearls. Anyway, Tom, it's been great. All right, and we're back. we're back, baby. Yeah, have a laugh. All right. Did you click record? Because we've done this a few times. <laughs> no, we've uh, we've definitely recorded, and uh, I'm just going to finish Dan by saying, "Have a laugh, have a lol, have a lol." It's Adelol. Uh, hey.